Hello and welcome to Inspiring Your Shine. This is Rebecca, your personal growth mentor, and today I have a treat for you. I'm starting a new series. So the next four podcasts will be all about stop self-sabotaging. So you are going to learn so much and this is part one and then the next couple of days will be two, three, and four. There is an accompanying worksheet, so make sure that you look in the show notes so that you can access that, or you can go to inspiringyourshine.com slash sabotage. All right, let's get into this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Hello, my friends. It is Rebecca here again for our next challenge, which is the show up and shine consistency challenge. Now, originally I had planned for this to be just about consistency, but when I started getting into it, I realized that I wanted it to be more than that because I want to equip you to help you to really know what you need to be doing and and how to overcome the things that keep you from being consistent. So thank you so much for being here. I'm, I'm so glad to welcome you. What we're going to be talking about is how to show up and shine. The challenge is for you to really understand why you can't be consistent and what you need to do differently. Then we're going to be looking at tomorrow on day two, we're going to be looking at, you know, how to get out of your own way. And we're going to be talking about some really interesting concepts about surrendering and pushing and how to stop pushing so hard and how determination and desire is not what gets you to success. It's actually a letting go. And many people don't understand that. And that's definitely been my journey as I have pushed for so many years and finally learned this concept and it helped me a lot. And then we're going to be dealing with how do you conquer fear and some simple tactics on how you can actually overcome your fear and you can learn to do it scared and get things done anyways. The next thing is and I'm very excited about this one is how to be a modern influencer because a lot of people don't know how to show up online in a way that is impactful. And so there's something that I like to refer to as being a modern influencer. And being a modern influencer is about knowing the role you play. So you're showing up authentically that you are in a niche that people become known they know that you are the go-to person for that niche. So it's really powerful. And it was one of the things that I didn't do right either because I had such a broad, and I'm still a little too broad, and I'm actually learning to niche. At the end of the day, my niche is really about helping people to change on on an identity level. But that is, it's, it's been hard for me to express that out, but I really want to help you guys so that you can get visible faster. And, and that's my goal for you. So as always, I have your workbook here. So print out your workbook. It's 10 pages long. It's worth the ink, I promise. Or I have an online fillable version for you. All right. So let's get into this. If you have your worksheet, then, um, you can go to day one on your worksheet and Basically, what I do is I lay out all of the notes for you so that you don't have to necessarily take notes, but I want you to know that if you take notes and pen to paper take notes, it is going to help you to remember and retain more. And so what we're going to be talking about first is I have decided that I wanted to anchor every single day with a scripture because I really want to bring more God into my business and speaking it into your life as well so powerful. So the scripture that I chose was Galatians 6, 9, and it says, 
and I'm sure you're familiar with this one, I love it, is let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. And I think that that really, the reason why I wanted to give that scripture is because I think that that is why we aren't consistent a lot of times, is because we get so tired of sowing the seeds. We get so tired of sowing the seeds that we are just waiting for that harvest to come and we get weary. And the thing is, we don't really have control over when that harvest is coming, but we can control the work that we're doing to make sure that happens. Because what normally happens is that we don't really do the work because we can't get something to grow consistently if we aren't showing up consistently. And so it is a process and you have to stay through that entire process. From if you think about it, like when a farmer plants a seed, he has to get the soil ready. He has to plant the seed. He has to water and nurture the seed. And eventually in due season that that will grow and eventually produce a crop. And so I think that so many times we want to skip steps. We want to abandon everything and let the weeds come in and just then we think we can go back out there and pick up where we left off and and we can't. So that is why it's so important for us to be consistent. So the first thing that I want to share with you is the benefits of being consistent because you're not going to do it if you don't really fully understand why you're supposed to be doing it. All right. So first of all, one of the benefits of being consistent is it truly is the cornerstone of your success. Like I was already saying, if you are not being consistent, then you will not have the success that you desire. I know that for a fact. I am a junkie for listening to success stories. Every single person that talks about their success was consistent. They were consistent at doing the thing for a long period of time. And I'm not talking years here. I mean, even three months. I mean, be honest with yourself. Have you ever even had a a period in your life where you were consistent at something for three months? And if you were, I guarantee that you saw some kind of a result, whether that was in your health and weight loss or in your business, in something at home, working on your marriage. If you were consistent for a certain amount of time, you saw results. But most of us don't see the results that we desire because we are trying to skip the consistency piece. So it is a cornerstone. You have to start developing these things. So listen up and really try to grasp on to what it is that you can do differently. The next one is that when you're confident, and we've talked about this in past challenges, so some of this might feel a little repetitive for those of you that have been following along, but it's all really important information. And so I hope you don't mind if some things overlap a little bit, because it's just that it's that important that I'm repeating it. When you are consistent, it will give you confidence and flow. So it makes it easier because you are programming your brain. You no longer have the resistance of your brain being confused, not knowing how to help you. And you will feel more confident as you do it more repetitively. And the flow is going to be there because you know what you're doing. You're familiar with it. You can easily. So many of us in our businesses, if we are, you know, in the past, we used to have to do a lot of like in-person shows and things. And so for you to pack up and go do a show, if you weren't doing it a lot, it felt really, really uncomfortable. But if you were doing it a lot, then it was just like you just got in this flow. Often we will admire people when they have so much confidence and flow, but it's because they are being consistent at that thing and they've been doing it. And so they've just gotten better at it. And you will too. The next one is consistency will make your brand 
memorable. When you are showing up consistently and you are talking about your thing, and by the end here, I'm going to help you to come up with your niche, what your niche is that you're going to focus on and become known for. Now, that doesn't mean that that's the only thing that you can ever do. So, so many people are afraid to niche because they feel like it's constraining them, but actually it's what's getting you seen. So you're going to niche for a while and build an audience and get known around that. And then you can start to expand because now you have a bigger audience to share to. And so that's so important. So we want to have that memorable brand. So that means those brand colors, the like you're consistent with the colors that you use, the fonts that you use, the style that you use, how you speak, the personality of your brand, the things that you talk about in your brand. And I talked about in social selling that you need to have connection points. And so you don't want to just talk about your product or service all the time. You don't want to just talk about your personal life all the time. You want to have a mix of both of those, but you also want to add in things that you love to talk about. These are connection points. So maybe it's gardening, maybe it's style, maybe it's humor and sharing like comedians or jokes. You know, it can be things that are very authentically you. And you mix up those things to have a really interesting platform that people want to show up for because it's not just they don't feel that they're just being sold to. They don't feel like they're just looking through your family albums all the time. It's actually a good mix. And you can do this on your personal pages. You don't have to, you know, just have a business page for that. Then the next thing is, is selling takes repetition. So if you're not being consistent and people are not seeing you showing up and basically that's like putting an open sign on your door, then then you're not creating and building trust with them. They aren't seeing you as someone who they, you know, maybe they don't even know if you're still doing that thing because you haven't posted about it in a long time. And so that repetition builds up you trust in the other person that wants to do business with you and it builds up most importantly your authority in that subject so that you want people in their mind you want to build a reputation that you are that go-to person for that thing whatever that thing is for you and then again we're going to at the end try to niche you even further down from that thing so that you can really broaden your audience fast because people who are looking for that niched thing are going to tune in and listen. There's so much noise that we have to get people's attention. The next thing is, is about creating momentum. So you want to create momentum by being consistent and it builds on itself. So the work that you did 30 days ago will still be continuing to build momentum as you go if you are still doing the work in 90 days. What normally happens is we put in a lot of work for a particular amount of time. And then life happens and we get all out of whack and we can't keep up the pace. And so we just start letting things fall. And eventually everything pretty much is on the ground. And now we are like, something happens, maybe a conference or a conversation or a need to make some money. And you're like, oh, now I have to pick up all these things off the floor and I have to start getting them going again. And so it's this constant like this, right? But what we want is for you to be able to build the momentum where it just keeps going up, up, up. And you are able to then utilize the consistency will be a benefit 
to you and help you to move forward to those next levels. This is why people get stuck because they're on this. And not all of us have personalities where we are able to be consistent easily. Some people, they just do a thing over and over and over and they're able to maintain that pace. And so they, a lot of times will have really steady businesses because they're very routine and they're comfortable with that. Well, those of you that are like potentially me, that you are just, you're more free flowing. It's hard and it takes I say hard, but it's just because it goes against what is natural for us. So it takes intention, but actually it's easier when you are consistent. Cause remember you get that confidence, you build momentum. So it's actually easier, but in our own natural state in the moment, it feels hard for us to continue to keep going. Does that make sense? So the next thing that I want to share with you is that what consistency is, is staying focused on the task and the long and having the long-term vision simultaneously. So you are able to stay in that day-to-day work while you have the long-term vision of where you're headed and why you're doing the work, because that's what keeps you going. So I want you to think of it in the vein of like an athlete, like an Olympian. So an Olympian, of course, they have to show up all the time and train, 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 train consistently. And then they are doing it because they have that vision of maybe going to the Olympics or winning that, you know, big game, whatever it may be. I'm not really an athlete, so it's kind of a weird thing for me to use as analogy. But do you know what I mean? Like they are putting in that consistent work to build up the momentum and the ability for them to have that win. And that's what you need to be doing as well. All right, so now I want to share some hard truths about consistency. And first of all, I want you to know that it is going to take self-discipline and patience. And most of us lack self-discipline and patience. I like to say that we're not that much different than a toddler. A toddler who who knows the rules, but they just can't seem to, to not do that thing and touch that thing that you've told them not to. We are very similar to that. We kind of know what we're supposed to be doing, but we lack the discipline to keep us doing the things that we should be doing. And so it is going to take you kind of slapping your own hand by you showing up when you don't want to and you don't feel like it. It's going to take patience because you are doing work that may not pay off today. And that takes that long-term vision for you to be able to do that. You need to know where you're going. You need to have a clear plan. I like to say that it's, and we're going to be talking about this when we um, are talking about a diff, in a different part. I don't remember what section, but you have to have that big dream to keep you motivated. The big dream is what's going to really help you. Maybe it's in a section lower here. So the next thing about the truth about consistency is that you have to show up and pay the price. It is the price of admission to winning, to having your dreams come true. There is a price and that price is showing up day after day and doing the work again when you don't feel like it, when nothing in life is going your way and it's hard to fit it in. It's hard to keep focus. It's hard to not just want to lay down and cry because life's so hard right now. But you have to make that choice and just have that gumption inside of you to just stay the course stay the course. There's a scripture and it talks about don't look to the left or the right, but keep your eyes on the prize. 
And in that case, it's the heavenly prize. But truly, we are living this life in a way that we are trying to make a difference so that when we get to heaven, we have actually done something that we can have crowns at our feet for the the impact that we're making in this world for Christ. So it's so important. Uh, the next thing is that it is the long game. And so I want you to think of the story of the tortoise and the hare. And of course, the hare was always excited and just got right to it. But it didn't, it took advantage of the fact that the, the tortoise was going so slow, right? And so the tortoise just kept on going, it kept focus, it just slowly took little bitty steps forward, you know, just kept its eye on the prize of where it was going and it just kept going, right? It didn't stop, it didn't get distracted like the hare did. And so we need to be like the tortoise. We need to keep that slow, steady pace. It's not, we need to get over this like, you know, where we go all in crazy busy and we exhaust so much energy and get so much out of balance that there's no way to go but to crash. And and so we want to just be really consistent in, in treating our business very smart and taking small steps and doing little things every single day to move us forward. Because it really is those little things, that one phone call, that and you know, that one conversation, you completing something instead of getting it to 90% and then abandoning it because you're too tired to finish. The next thing is your daily habits. Your daily habits are what are making or breaking you. And so the problem is a lot of times when we decide that we're going to go for a goal, then we try to make over all of our habits at once. And the fact is, is that we can't do that. We can only truly make small changes in our life that are going to last. And so you have to look at your life all over and look at your habits and and maybe if you're putting in a new habit and you're trying to make something fit, then that is your one focus. Um, maybe if you're eliminating a habit and you are replacing it with something else for health or something, then you need to do things that are small and simple, that are doable. Last challenge, we had a whole section about how to create habits that stick. And so you can go back to that in the last unit under stop self-sabotaging and listen to that. It's really important for you to really look at what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. And if you put in a habit of working on one of those income-producing activities every single day and moving that needle forward, small steps forward, then you're going to start to see that momentum build and the results will eventually come. So the last thing about the truth about consistency is your message that message in your heart, the impact that you want to make in the world, that thing that you want to do so much for your family because when you reach that goal, it's going to give you so many more choices. The impact that you want to make, it's not going to happen if you can't get consistent. So I want you to just commit to doing what it takes to be consistent. No, it's not easy. No, it takes effort and intention, but it will be worth it when you win that prize. So I want to encourage you to do that. So now we're going to be moving on to tips on how to stay consistent. So um, first of all, you need to have your goals really laid out. So I talked about that you need to have that, that long-term goal. So in this case, I'm suggesting that you have a five-year goal of where you want to be in five years. The reason why I like five years is it's not so far out that it feels like, oh, I'm never going to get there. But it's far enough out that your brain's not going to fight you on you dreaming about what could be in five years. 
if in five years you want life to look very, very different than it does today, then most likely you can believe it because it's so far off you feel like you have time to achieve it. So you need to know what that five-year goal is. And then you want to bring it in a little bit and be like, okay, to be on track for that five-year goal, where do I need to be in one year? What is my one-year goal? And then the next thing is, is after you know your one-year goal, then you need to break things into 90-day sprints. You need to be able to look at things in a 90-day overview so that you know and can break down further what it is that you need to do. And another one of the challenges, I laid out your 90-day goal, helped you to write out your 90-day, break it into your monthly goals, into your weekly goals, and into a daily habit. Because remember, it's those daily things that you're doing that are going to make the difference. And most people don't do the things daily because they don't even know what exactly they're supposed to be doing. So it's very important for you to do that. Those are in the worksheets in the previous ones. I don't remember which one right now. I'm so sorry, but you could dig around if you just opened up the worksheets and looked. It would be in there. It was it was kind of the end result, I think, in the last one, self-sabotaging one. All right, so the other thing about being consistent is it's very important for you to know where you're at, to be able to track, measure, and review your progress. A lot of times we think because we're thinking about things a lot and it's on our mind and it's like stressing us out that we're doing more than we're doing. So it's a very good idea to have trackers of some sort you could create some kind of a tracker to keep you on track for your 90 days and you could see where you're at. You could have a daily tracker of this is what I'm supposed to be doing this week or the, today. Did I do it? Can I check it off? And this is a really good visual to give you feedback about what you're really doing and the effort that you're really put putting in. So either it can convict you of the fact that, oh, I really haven't been able to make any checkoffs. Matter of fact, I haven't even looked at this at all because I've been so distracted by life. So now I need to get back on track to stay and, and get back to what I was doing. You know, because that's another thing that people do is you get off track and so then you're just like, ah, well, I didn't do anything for the last week, so why even bother? No, just get back on track and then you can keep going forward. Don't throw it out, just get back on track. All you have to do is track and measure and then you can also reward yourself along the way. So let's just say that one of your trackers is like making contacts with people, building your audience. And when you meet particular goals along the way, you can set up a reward system for yourself. I was even thinking the other day, I really want new pajamas. Now, pajamas are things you get for Christmas for a reason. You don't buy them for yourself. But I was like, you know what? I really want to go and just buy myself a really nice pair of pajamas that make me feel really cute and sassy, not frumpy, but comfortable. And I decided that I was going to reward myself once I met a particular goal with a new pair of pajamas. So it, it really doesn't matter what it is. Like sometimes I reward myself with brownies or cupcakes. And I know we shouldn't reward ourselves with food, but I love food. And so I like to do that. So the next one is to be consistent, you have to make it easier on you. And that means that what are the things that you are doing repetitively over and over? You're saying the same things. You're doing the exact same thing. You're sending, you're answering that same question over and over for your team or your customers, whatever it may be. What can you do to automate that to make it easier? Can you create a template 
on an email that you can just personalize it a little bit and send it instead of it being all the way from scratch every single time. How can you make your job easier by automating things? Just like if you really struggle to keep your social media up like I do, because I'm not good at those tedious tasks, okay? That's not my personality. And I'm a big picture person. But the those tedious tasks need to be done to keep me having that presence on social media. So what works best is for me to use those automation tools in that I can, there's all kinds of different tools and schedulers that I can go and make those things in advance in one sitting and it's all prepped and ready to go and then it's just automatically going out. In my business, I have email funnels that once somebody gets into a funnel, those emails are already written and they're going out to them without me having to be the one to press send. And so it's all an automated process. So I want you to think about that. What is in your business that you could automate? What could you create a template for and make it easier for you so you don't have to start from scratch all the time? The next one is that you need to make sure that, um, and this is so important, and this is like that heart posture thing, is make sure that what you're doing is in alignment with who you are and and what you really want to be in this world. Because sometimes people will do things for money because they desperately need money, but it's not in alignment. And you're never gonna show up in your power if you're not in alignment. So I want to just encourage you to make sure that whatever product that you are representing, whatever service you're representing, whatever you are being in this world, that it's in alignment with your soul, that it is who you were created to be. I talk about this all the time about being in alignment and the enemy's best tool is to get us off alignment of what God's plan is for us. And so he deceives us about who we are and we build skills and get stuck in jobs with skills that were never, we were met, never meant to do that. And so I want to make sure that you give just yourself a check-in and just make sure that you're in alignment. It's so important. I mean, I could do a whole training on that for sure. And accept that, th and this one's a hard one to accept. It's a hard pill to swallow, as they say. But you have to accept that failure is part of the process. Completely falling on your face, failure, looking dumb, feeling stupid, like feeling uncomfortable, facing your fears, just anything that we would avoid because we don't want to fail, it's part of the process. And it is what builds character in you. It's what builds your belief as you overcome it. It is what gives you the victory at the end. So failure, embrace it. We have to embrace it and know that it's part of the process and just be get comfortable. Like I have been telling people, I'm getting comfortable with being a beautiful mess. I am not perfect. I'm a mess most of the time, but I still try to get things done. And I still have done a lot for other people in this world because I keep trying to show up and serve. And you can do the same thing. And so this is something I talk about. I know you've heard me this before. But you need to schedule those tasks. So you need to know on a daily basis when you are, what you're going to be working on. You need to put them in your calendar, set an alarm, and you need to have that tiger time. Remember that tiger time is you working on that thing that is the most valuable thing in your business that's going to move it forward. It's mostly around some income producing activity generally. And you need to fiercely protect that time on your calendar that unless somebody is literally bleeding, then they don't interrupt you. 
So tiger time is so important and we need to fiercely protect it. This is something that many of us women don't have good boundaries, particularly if we're moms because the kids need you, they need you, right? But you need to learn how to put a boundary at least around this tiger time and that itself will, if you showed up consistently to your tiger time, three days, five days a week, even for an hour, your business will thrive, I promise you. We rarely give ourselves one hour of uninterrupted time. You call it your tiger time, make it fun, you know, get some kind of a tiger to represent it, hang it on the door or whatever, and let your family know, tiger time, my time, don't interrupt me. We have to have good boundaries if we wanna be successful. That's just how it goes. And for those of us that struggle with boundaries, we could at least do that, right? All right, the other thing, and I mentioned this a little bit before about tracking, is that you also need to take time to check in and review your progress, preferably weekly. And you want to do that weekly because then again, if you are off track, if you found that you are avoiding doing the tiger time and the things that are the most important in your business, you you can see that evidence, then you could really have a coaching session with yourself. You can say, okay, what can I do differently? Why is this not working? What is going on with me? You can really give yourself some grace if life has been crazy, but you could try to make a plan to overcome whatever is going on around you that's trying to keep you small. There's always gonna be something that's trying to keep those chains on you, always. So you're gonna to have to continually check in with yourself, coach yourself, give yourself grace, love yourself through it, and continue forward. How can I move forward? Maybe you need to slow down, but don't stop. And the next one is to keep your goals and dreams visually in front of you. It's so important for us to remind ourselves why we're doing what we're doing, to keep ourselves focused on the task at hand, that long-term vision that's gonna keep us showing up day after day training and doing what we need to do. So a really good idea is for you to have a vision board, of course, that's also training your reticular activating system to know that that's important to you so that you will align your actions with getting that and moving you toward that. It also is a good idea to have like a dream book beside your bed. I, I have all my things cut out and I'm making it and I've been doing gratitudes and stuff and I have it beside my bed. And it's a dream book that has like pictures of places you wanna go, words and affirmations of things that you want in your life. And just five minutes before you go to bed, just you can review it and just get in the habit of reviewing that and taking that in. And then you're gonna have lovely dreams about your dreams. It's wonderful. I love that. I just started, I just started getting that together this last month. The other thing is that I want to encourage you to hire help as soon as possible, whether that's help with the kids, whether that's help with cleaning your house, help with some task in your business that you don't need to be doing, whether it's shipping something out or data entry or, or something that you don't necessarily have to be the one to do it. It's a repetitive task that somebody else can do. And, or maybe it's time for you to hire more help. And I've definitely learned to open up my pocketbook and share the wealth with other people to get help instead of trying to do it all myself. Because believe me, I tried to do it all myself. And the reason why is because my mom did it all herself. And I learned that from her. And you know, at the end of her days, she was so destroyed and distraught about the fact that she never got around to living and now she was dying. And I, I knew that I didn't want that for myself. I don't want that for you. And so we have to make sure that we get help. We can ask help. We can 
beg, barter, trade, even if you don't have the money, there's a way to figure it out and get help. You don't need to be doing all the things. And matter of fact, if you are doing all the things and you don't have one thing you can point to that you've asked somebody for help with, then you, my challenge to you is to get one thing where you get help on it and start getting comfortable with that. Um, we're so fiercely independent and that independence is going to destroy us. So I have just three more things here and then we're done um, is that you need to make sure that you spend 80% of the time that you've dedicated to your business. You need to spend that 80% of that time doing that one tiny task that the kind of thing that you'd be doing at Tiger Time. So a lot of times it's the 80-20 rule, right? And so usually it's 20% of the things that you do or the people that make the things happen. But what we generally will do is we will do the 80% most of the time and we don't ever get to the 20% of the things that matter. So we need to flip-flop that and you need to focus, focus, focus your time and attention doing the 20%. The, the next thing is is, and I've already mentioned this, is like, if life is happening and and you can't fulfill your plan that you made, you can substitute something else. So maybe right now something's blowing up in, in your business and you have to deal with that and it's taking your attention off that money-making thing, but you have to deal with this. Um, or same within your family, it's fine. But So you could substitute that effort with a different thing for a while. And you could take small steps. So maybe you can't do all the things that you plan, but maybe you could just do one thing or two things. At least you're still moving forward instead of completely quitting all the way. And then the, the very last thing that I have for you is just to make sure that you are staying in an empowered state. So many times when we're in a run and we are really trying to focus and we're working hard we have a goal and we're getting very 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 close and I know you know how that is been working toward a trip and things like that and so you're like so focused and you're so close and you just want to keep going what happens a lot of time is we run out of gas because we are not taking care of ourselves if you don't feel good you can't do good if you are empty you can't pour out so it is so important for you to stay in an empowered place in your life. And the way to stay empowered is make sure you're getting enough sleep. I don't know about you, but it just was daylight savings time and I'm exhausted. We have to make sure we're getting sleep and making that a priority. We need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves and that we are, you know, fueling our bodies properly and we're doing all those self-care things to keep us feeling good, like shave your legs so you don't feel disgusting and, you know, make sure you have clothes that fit so when you get dressed that it feels good. Um, and, and do things in your life about being empowered is doing things in your life that fill you up, just things that you enjoy. Think, you know, a lot of times when we're working really hard and we're so determined to, to be what we always have wanted to be to make our dreams come true, then we're we're working so hard and we're so determined and we're pushing, 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 and we are not allowing ourselves to live, to enjoy, to laugh, to play. And so we need to make sure that we're doing that. It's so important. Those are the things at the end of the day that really matter. And it's what empowers you to be more to other people. So I want to encourage you to make sure you're fitting that in. And if you are currently not doing that, as I have not in my life, in many seasons of my life, then maybe you need to set an alarm to remind yourself to just do something you enjoy, to laugh, to play, and um, it'll make all the difference. And so on that vein, 
tomorrow, what we're going to be talking about is how to stop pushing so hard and how what surrender feels like the state that God wants us to be in where we are, we're doing the work, but it's not with that intensity of I have to, it's not with the intensity of like desperation. It's not with the, with the same intensity that repels people, but it is, is a way that we are, are in alignment and we are serving and we have happy hearts and we are just, we want to be doing what we're doing. And it just gives a completely different energy to people around us. And then things will begin to happen. So what it, at the end of that, you're going to learn what inspired action looks like. That you're not just taking action that isn't necessarily getting you results because it might feel pushy or it's not landing right on the people that you're serving. But we're going to be taking inspired action that actually draws people in. And so some people would call that like the attraction factor. I don't want to get like uber spiritual on you because I am a Christian. And I, I want to base it on the, the laws of God. I want it to be truth. And the thing is, is I for so, so many years determined, had such a big desire and just tried so hard. I pushed and pushed and pushed and I got nowhere. And now I know and understand this feeling of like allowing and how so many more things have been coming into my life because of that. And the same thing is going to happen to you. So that's what we're going to deal with tomorrow for your worksheet, your homework. What I have created for you is I'm giving you a place to really get in touch with your dreams because you need to have something that you can review five minutes before you go to bed. And and then really breaking out those goals and making a little schedule. It's really one page, super simple. Do the work. I put these sheets together to make sure that you put the information into action. So don't skip it. Don't do only the 90% by listening. Go ahead and go back and do this worksheet. And I would even tell people, if nothing else, print out the worksheets. If you don't watch the videos and get all the good information, then at least fill out the worksheets. They're very simple and easy to follow. Really happy for this information to get into your hands. It's going to be really transformational. I know it. So thanks so much and, and have a great day. We'll talk to you later. Bye. This series came out of my Social Selling Success Society. And so I hope that you will be able to catch the next part so that you can get it in its entirety. If you would like to be a part of the Social Selling Success Society, you are a woman who serves and sells online. I would absolutely love for you to be a part of that and be supported. And if you have not given me a review yet for the Inspiring Your Shine podcast, I would so appreciate it. And I'll give you a shout out. Please share this with your friends if you feel like it would be valuable to them. Until next time, shine bright and make a difference.